0: I've started to realize that I need some type of opening for the podcast and I don't have one. I was just testing out, you know, a few different types of hellos, you know, happy Sunday, did not love, uh, was not giving what I needed to give. (laughs) So we'll work on that. Um, somebody told me I needed a theme song. We're not going to have a theme song, at least not yet anyways. Um, but yeah, so welcome. Welcome to up early podcast today is Sunday. I wasn't going to record anything this weekend. But I do that every weekend. I don't record something and then it's like the middle of the week and I realize that I need to record a podcast episode and I just never feel inspired during the week. I think work just takes a toll on me and my creative juices are just not flowing. So <laughs> figured we'd do it today. Episode five, which is surprising. I don't know how we made it here, but I'm happy that we did and I'm happy that you're here and that you're listening I was on a walk earlier with my friend, which is where I got the inspiration for this episode. And I don't know if you're ready for this episode. Um, I'm not sure if you're ready. It's very, it's very on brand for me, but also very, off character in terms of like what you guys would know but I'm excited to talk about it so we'll get to that in a minute but I figure we'll do a State of the Union first because I love to give a State of the Union. If you heard my last episode then you know that I went on a date and I'm not giving too much information about the date but also I think that date and just the mindset that I've been in recently also is contributing to what we want to talk about today in this podcast. And I say we, it's just me. I don't know why I said we. Um, I do plan to have more more guests in the future, but today it's just me, just a solo episode. But I have really enjoyed going on dates. I used to get a lot of anxiety before going on them. I think this was like my best one yet in terms of not feeling anxious before. He was somebody that my friend knew, so I guess that's partially why I wasn't anxious. But I was definitely more excited just for the date itself, like the act of going to get a drink um, with a guy and just like talking for, for some time. I don't know. Usually I'm very stressed and this time I wasn't, so I guess that's personal growth. We went to a bar called Atwater. I think it's Atwater Alley or something, but it's like a speakeasy. And when you go to the bar, instead of having a menu, they basically just ask you what you're feeling and you basically just tell them what you're feeling. So if you want, you know, you tell them the liquor that you want. And what I told them was I want something that doesn't taste like alcohol because I don't know if it's just me, but typically if I can taste alcohol and something. I don't like it. I like drinks that are very sweet and just don't taste bad. Um, so I told him that and he made me an Aperol spritz type of drink with grapefruit and orange. It was really good. He couldn't taste any alcohol in it. So I'll call that a win, but I asked him what was in it. Cause I, I totally would go buy the ingredients to make it myself. And he said he couldn't, couldn't tell me. So, and I said, well, if I came back, what would I ask for? And he said, you're not supposed to have the same drink twice. So I'm a little disappointed, but it's fine. I guess if I ever go back there, maybe I'll ask for something the same way. um, Or I'll just like describe how he made the drink the first time. But overall, I would give the date. I mean, I don't know. It was a good date. I just feel like for me, I'm in a place where I keep going out with these really nice guys or these really good guys. And then I just... I feel like in terms of what I'm ready for or what I have time for, I would just so much rather have a friend or these guys are really great and I would totally be their friend. Not to say that they're friend-zoned or anything. Like, I just think that where I'm at, I really only have time for a friendship. But I think that the best relationships come from friendships anyways. And what I've always been looking for in a guy is, like, somebody who's a friend and also a boyfriend. So I feel like... Just meeting people and getting out there, I mean, definitely widens your chances at meeting somebody that you enjoy spending time with, which is like primarily what I'm looking for right now. Um, so just being able to go out and talk to somebody for a few hours, I would say, is a win-win, um, even if it if it just leads to a friendship. So that's how the date went. And I was talking to my friend earlier just about dating in general. Um, she has been single. We just found out for six months. We We calculated it. And I was telling her, you know, about a few ideas that I had for the podcast, um, and so that's kind of what led me to just really sit down today and record it. Like I said, it's a Sunday. I've done, you know, a few loads of laundry. I need to meal prep. I have not done that yet, and I have a few recipe ideas that I want to make. But I've spent a lot of time in the kitchen this weekend, just making different recipes. It's so exhausting sometimes, like just to record videos and edit and and things like that, I feel like it really prolongs the time that my kitchen is messed up and I need those dishes for other recipes. And I feel like I run my dishwasher five times a day on a content day, but I love it and it's fun. And I made a butternut squash mac and cheese. The recipe is already on my Instagram. And I have a few other ones that I made. Um, Trying to just go more of a comfort food route right now and just try out my different skills that I have in the kitchen, which has been fun. So stay tuned for a lot more yummy recipes coming your way if you follow me on the gram. But other than that, I don't know if I have too much to update you on. It is raining, so if it thunders, I don't know if you'll, if you'll hear it or if the microphone is super sensitive to that stuff. But yeah, not, not too much to report. I have just been doing a lot of, I go through phases where I do a lot of like self-searching and I think that's kind of again where this episode is going and I know I've, t- I've hinted at it a lot so I'll just go ahead I guess and cut to the chase. So what I wanted to talk about today means we need to go all the way back <laughs> to fall of 2020 and what I'm going to talk about kind of sets up the rest of the episode. So if you hear me talking about something and you're like what are you talking about? Bear with me and we'll we'll get through it and it'll set up the rest of <laughs> the episode. So fall 2020, I had a friend who went through a breakup and her particular breakup, I mean it's not really relevant to the story, but she had gotten back with her ex. Um, They resolved some of their issues and she gave him a second chance and it just didn't end up how she thought it was. And she was devastated the first time they broke up. But I think the second time they broke up, it was almost not more painful, but I think she was almost a little bit disappointed in herself for giving him a second chance. I think she felt like her pain was almost unavoidable or almost avoidable. Because like she let him back in, and I spent a lot of time telling her that I appreciate going for things and making sure that there are no what ifs. Because I said if she hadn't gotten back with him, she would have been wondering what if, like what if they'd gotten back together, and now she had her answers and she wouldn't have to think that anymore. Just just a pro tip if you're going through something like that now, and this is again not what we're talking about today. Just kind of sets up you know where the story is going, but. I believe in not having what-ifs. I, I don't like what-ifs. I don't like to wonder. So if you have an opportunity to kind of go for a what-if, I mean, I definitely support that. Um, but like I said, in, in her case, and it doesn't always work out, and sometimes, you know, that's the risk of, of making sure you don't have a what-if. But in her case, it didn't work out. And I didn't know this <laughs> prior to her having this breakup, but my friend was very much into psychics. And when I say a psychic, I mean like a palm reader, someone you go, like a tarot card type of person. Um, And she was using an Etsy psychic. This was very much still 2020. So she used an Etsy psychic. And if you don't know, there is a whole world of Etsy psychics. You can just go to Etsy.com, search psychic readings and a ton of different shops will pop up with different etsy psychics that you can just go you can ask questions can cast spells on people for you they can do different types of readings it costs money but there is a huge market apparently for these psychic readings and you don't actually have to go to a psychic so at the time my friend she'd come over one day and you know when my friends go through breakups I'm definitely more just available to them cuz I know when I went through a breakup or or when I was going through heartbreak I just know how much you just need your friends and so my friend came over and I was talking to her and she said you're never going to believe what I did and I was like well, what did you do cuz you know when someone says that it could really be anything and she said she had a husband drawing done by a psychic And she also had a husband reading done by a psychic. And so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, well, we can talk about that. Um, and so she wouldn't show me the actual drawings, but she, she read some of her husband reading for me and the husband drawings are basically, so what she did, she bought two different drawings from two different psychics and the psychics drew, you know, what her future husband looked like. And I asked, I was like, (laughs) were they cute? And she had said one of them was very young looking, almost looked like a teenager. And they have a description with them. I forget what she said. I think she said that The one that was younger, the psychic said, had more of a youthful energy to him. And that's why she drew him like, he looked 12, she said. And then the other one looked more of age, I guess you could say. And he was cute, she she said. So she said they looked nothing alike. And she was like, okay, well, whatever. I just wasted my money on those. And she went on to buy more. I think at one point we were both like, we need to stop buying these etsy things from these psychics or spending too much money but they were so interesting and the husband reading in particular when she was reading it to me um it's about four pages and i forgot to check before i started this i did go and pull up um my husband reading which i was inspired to purchase after i read hers with her but the i don't know if the shop is still open It's magic tarot co if it is if you're interested in getting one done. If you have a boyfriend or a husband or a significant other probably don't get a husband reading just because I feel like when I went and got mine and why she got hers it's just out of curiosity and out of fun but if you actually have a significant other unless you're like very into psychics and you believe in it wholeheartedly I probably would stay away from getting a reading done. Um, Again, at your own risk. I thought it was very beneficial. Um, But when she was going through hers, I'm getting ahead of myself, but when she was going through hers, basically the husband reading talks about, you know, her. So it talked about my friend, her personality, her relationship with the universe, how she met her husband. It said that she had not met him yet, so it said something about she'll meet him within two springs, and it kind of described his his physical features, his personality, his jobs, the way they interact together, just like very basic things, but it was written so specifically for her that I was interested in getting one for me because I thought it was written just so beautifully. And when I went online to Etsy and I looked at how much it costs, it's like $30. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like very expensive. And at the time I didn't believe in this and I just was very curious just to see what it would say. And my friend was very excited for me to get one so we could compare and see if there was any truth to it or if they just copy and pasted She was two years older than me. We were pretty sure. You don't give them any information other than like your name, your photo, and your birthday. So there would be no way that she would know that we we knew each other. And so I went ahead and did it. And I was unsure. You know, like I said, I was doing this for an experiment. I had never asked a psychic a question before. When I was younger, I would actually, I was a fake psychic in a carnival for a few years. So that was pretty much my only experience that I had prior to this with psychics in general. Never had my palm read. Just doing it pure, pure out of entertainment. Um, So I paid the $30, sent in my info, and then I waited to get my reading and yeah, so the reading comes in and my friend is super excited. She she says I can't read it until she comes over, but I think that I, I did read it. Couldn't wait. I was way too impatient. So I opened it up. And honestly, I think the thought of having two, like mine versus my friends, so having two of these readings, they could not have been more different. Which is honestly good because when you think about these Etsy psychics, if you're a non-believer like I was at the time, I assumed that this psychic would just put the same thing in everybody's and that was not the case. So when we compared mine and my friends side by side... You, if I had gotten my friends and she had gotten mine, it would not have worked out. It it wouldn't have made any sense at all, which is so odd because again, this psychic doesn't know me. All she has is my face, my birthday, and my name. That's it. It kind of felt like she was speaking to me and she understood me so i pulled it up i have it here i had to go way back into my email and and find this from 2020 so i'm gonna read it and this is just my first look at it since pretty much i got it back then so it has your approach to love and basically the psychic her name is oz she pulls tarot cards for certain things and I'm not entirely sure how these tarot cards work but for my approach to love she pulled certain tarot cards and it basically I'm not going to read it I'm smiling <laughs> I'm reading it, um but basically so what it says for me in here was so different than what it said for my friend. My friend was kind of upset. So basically it says, universe rewards purity of thought and intention. You have the power to create your own life simply by wishing. You only need more confidence to trust this part of yourself. And then she goes into basically how I can manifest my life and what I need to do in order to basically ask the universe for anything that I want because of my, according to this, purity of thought and intention And it's funny because my friends, and I don't have hers in front of me, hers was like, girl, you need to work on yourself, the universe. You guys are not in sync right now. The universe is mad at you or something like that. And she was so, she was telling somebody about this and she was like, Rachel's is all, you're so, you know, pure in thought and you can ask the universe for whatever. And mine is so like the opposite, basically saying the universe wants to give me nothing, which was funny. Um, And then it goes into your soulmate and what you can expect. And again, I have already said this when I got the reading, I was only doing it for pure entertainment purposes. But the weird part was, so my friends had said she would meet her person in the future. And I was doing this as a 22 year old. And the psychic tells me I've already met him. She says that I've already met my my person or my soulmate. And she says, I met him in the past calendar year. And she goes on to then say that, let me read it really quickly. It just kind of goes into describing him. It talks about he's a person who has lots of love and compassion in him for life and all beings. And then it goes into our relationship. It says that, let's see, we are a power couple, it says. Um, And then it kind of goes into their physical appearance. So as I'm reading this, and I read this, you know, obviously before I, I met with my friend and like went through and compared ours. Then things start to get a little, a little freaky, and I'm not believing in coincidences anymore. So when he when it talks about his physical appearance, I'm not thinking too much of it. And then it goes into his astrological sign. So then I'm like, wait a minute. So it said that he was a Virgo. I already knew him. I met him in the past 12 months or the past calendar year, and I knew four Virgos that fit the physical appearance that I'd met in the past 12 months. So if my friend had gotten mine, it would not have fit for her, but I thought it was so freaky that she had literally listed the astrological sign of four guys who fit the physical appearance that I'd all met in the the calendar year. And so then it goes on to then talk about their interest, skills, and profession. She lists a bunch of jobs, not too many jobs. They're kind of all around the same field. And three of those jobs match three of the four guys that I'm talking to who are also Virgos and have that physical appearance. And only one of them after it goes into when you'll meet him and it describes when I met him. And then it also talks about a significant date Um between like a certain month like a season of Taurus or whatever and if you don't believe in this I know I sound crazy but after reading all of this I I was like oh my gosh because it described one of the four Virgos (laughs) more than the others and so this particular Virgo I'd had a crush on him pretty much since the day that I met him and we'd had a, essentially a falling out. It wasn't like a real falling out, but we'd stopped talking a few months prior. Something had happened and we kind of had a disagreement or like something weird happened. Um, and so we stopped talking and his birthday was the week after that I had this reading done. And I thought that was so weird because I'm like, huh, not that I thought he was my husband or anything, but after reading this and the way that it was written, I started to feel like maybe I should reach out to him. And actually, I asked the psychic this because I wrote her and I was like, hey, this is really freaking me out. Do you think that I should reach out to so-and-so who fits a lot of these descriptions and she basically told me don't do that I'm just seeing that whoever will you know whoever it is will reach out to you and I'm like that's something a fake psychic would say but I was rolling with it and then I was like you know what I I was thinking about him so much that I ended up reaching out and wishing him a happy birthday and what Came from that was like phone calls, a rekindling of our friendship, which led to me eventually when I went to visit the city that he lived in, I ended up meeting up with him. We went on like the most lovely walk. We got a pumpkin spice latte. We went on a walk around this river. It was so, it was fall. It was gorgeous out. Like I would consider that a date. Um But anyway, so like all that to say, this reading even though there is probably no truth to it just the way that it coincidentally connected me back with this person who I you know have in my life today still and I just enjoy as a human being I was like there are no coincidences in the universe and I'm a big manifester and that part that I already talked about in the beginning where it basically says that if you're pure in heart and intention and, you know, you approach things with positivity and joy, the universe is going to give you everything. It says first you decide what you want to experience, then you feel the joy and gratitude that comes with that experience as if you'd already lived through those moments and when you are practicing this, you will realize that you are already the person you want to be, you are already living the life you dream about. And every time you're concerned, meaning every time you think that something's not going to go your way or you're not going to get what you want, focus on and believe in the outcome that you want instead. And it says, this exercise will help you receive all of the good things you deserve in life, including true love, which is so beautiful. And these are the reasons that I bought this, even if there's no truth to it. I just think it's so beautifully written and such a wonderful reminder that you can't always be attached to a certain outcome. This is not say not to say that you can manifest a particular person and it's also not necessarily an immediate thing, I think is also part of it. I know manifestation there are so many different ways that people talk about it and so many different ways that people go about doing it. There are people who say you should write down you know your manifestations a certain amount of times or do a certain thing and and I don't know if I necessarily believe in that. I have done the journaling thing where you write out your manifestations as if you already have them and again it's not that they came true. I mean There are no immediate reactions from the universe always, but it could be. Once you manifest something, and I think this is the most important part, once you manifest something, however you choose to manifest it, you have to believe that it's wholeheartedly coming your way. And even though, again, this husband reading was just for fun, it did coincidentally bring an important person in my life back to me. No, we're not, you know, he's not my husband. He will never be my husband. It just, it just is funny that the psychic in the psychic reading itself is like pretty much the only reason that were friends, and no, my other friend did not go on to meet the love of her life in the spring or the fall or whenever the psychic said that she was going to. So no, these psychic readings, I don't think that they are legitimate. It's just funny that the only reason, again, that I'm connected to this person is because I chose to do the psychic reading, and in that case, I'm so glad that I did it, and maybe that was the universe's way of connecting me back to this person who I'd lost touch with but I think manifesting and again, you know, I I am single, I'm dating and I, I would like to find, you know, eventually somebody who, you know, is a quote unquote, you know, my person and I have manifested for this person, but I think it's more than that because you can't just manifest, oh, I want, you know, true love and then do like literally nothing. That's not going to help it come true. I think there's parts of manifestation that include wishing for something, believing that it's coming your way and then letting it go and then doing things so it's like, you know, do it's saying what you want and then actually aligning that with an action to align yourself to be ready to receive it. Because if you're you're if you're not doing the work and you're not ready, you're not gonna be able to receive it. The universe is not going to give it to you. So I do think that there's two uh, two parts to manifestation. It's manifesting it, believing that it's coming, and then dropping it. You don't think about your manifestations every day You don't don't have to light candles for them. You don't have to do any, you don't have to write them down 57 times. And I have manifested things. My friends call me a low-key psychic. And again, you're probably like, what is happening? I thought you just had a food Instagram and you have a podcast about waking up early. Now you're telling me that you have a psychic power. I don't. I, I think sometimes I put things out into the universe and then they either have come true I didn't do anything. Sometimes I have been able to kind of sense like if somebody's going to reach out to me, but it's just a matter of again doing doing the work for aligning yourself to what you're asking the universe for. And I think there's a truth to that. I listened to a girl's got to eat podcast once and I can link that, but there was a woman that they had come on to the episode and talk about this like 40-day I don't know if it was a spell or a cleanse, but basically it was just like a 40-day period of no dating where she was going to align herself to meet somebody, not at the end of the 40 days, so it's not like she was going to meet somebody on the 41st day of her journey. It was more of she was not going to worry or think about dating during these 40 days. She was only going to focus on herself do things that are good for her, you know, eat well, go to the gym, things like that, spend time with her friends, read, all those things that we we call self-care, but she said that during the 40 days, men somehow could sense that she was doing this and they came like flocking to her and she said it was because of her mindset she was not stressed she was not focused on dating she was very much in tune with herself that she said that her energy brought men to her like a magnet and of course she's during you know her 40 day period of no men so she's not acting on it again and she said that it brought every man out of the woodwork, like all of her exes, random coworkers were reaching out to her, like just the most random people. Somehow she said men have a sixth sense. I think that they do. Sometimes when you're talking to a new guy, like an old guy will reach out to you and you're like, why did you sense this? Um, she just said that they can kind of sense their ties, you know, if, if you believe in any of that, if they're, if you believe they have like an in, invisible string to you. She said that men can sense this 40-day cleanse. She did talk about, and I should really listen to this episode again. Again, I'll try to link it. But she said every single night she would light two candles, one for herself and the growth that she was doing, and then one for her future partner that she was manifesting during this time. And that was it. She would only think about it at night when she lit her candles, and then she would let it go. And she said she did this 40 days. And again, this is the guest, and so the two hosts of Girls Gotta Eat – They were talking about how they were going to do this, and they were also talking about how when they go into manifesting, it's more, you can manifest something specific. I've seen videos of girls manifesting, like, a specific, not a specific person, like, Tom from their neighborhood or something. But they were writing down qualities that they were looking for. And then some girls said if they wrote down very specific qualities, then they went and met their boyfriend and realized only months after they'd met them, oh my gosh, I actually manifested him by writing out these qualities. I don't think you can manifest a specific person. So if you have a specific person in mind, don't try to manifest, you know, them as, Come back to you, but if you like the qualities that they have, write those down and you can manifest it. And again, you manifest it once, you never think about it again, and then you go and you align yourself to be ready for when that person is coming into your life. Again, the universe is not going to give you somebody who you're not ready for, that would not be, you know, good alignment. So again, if you're, if you've manifested before and then you're frustrated thinking that this person has not come into your life yet, again, the person hasn't come into my life and I've manifested (laughs) it so clearly I'm not, you know, ready to receive them. You got to do the prep work, and you've got to, you know, focus on yourself. And people always say that you meet the right person when you're not looking, and then you also have the other side of that, and people are saying that's not true. I mean, technically, we always meet the right person when we're not looking, and I think that's partially what's wrong with dating apps, especially if you're the type of person who believes. That You're going to re- meet the right person or you want to meet somebody organically. I almost feel like using those dating apps is kind of impeding on what the universe has in store for you. And it's funny. So my friend who I was talking about in the beginning, the one who got me into these readings, so she'd broken up with her ex, right? And that's what kind of started her doing the husband readings in the first place. Well, then she got back with her other ex in the spring. So maybe um, that's what the psychic saw. I don't know. I have to go back and like think about it for a second. But she got back with her ex, and then they ended up breaking up. So this is a whole different ex that she got back with. And they ended up breaking up, and she went and got another husband reading. And the, the psychic had said that she will now meet her husband in seven years. And she was like, oh my God, seven years? Well, you know, we, we were like, haha ha, it's probably not accurate. But then we were like, well, maybe you accidentally missed your person that was supposed to come in the spring because you got back with your ex and you like messed up the divine timing of when you're supposed to meet him. And again, that's totally, totally out there. And if you don't believe this, I know you're listening and you're like, I don't know what she's saying. But I do think that there's some truth to who's out out there and meant for you is out there and meant for you and you know at some point you will meet them i do find comfort in the quote that says what's meant for you will not pass you by which has definitely given me a lot of comfort when it comes to dating especially in today's you know day and age where it's so easy to be ghosted and you know for every guy that you meet you know he's probably talking to like 10 other girls on a dating app because you're probably also talking to 10 other guys On a dating app and when you can go on your phone and have a new a new guy that you're talking to within 10 seconds i mean it is hard to to believe that you know there's still someone out there for you that you don't actually have to swipe and meet and that you're probably destined to meet anyways Right person. There is nothing that you can do if it's the right person and the true right person, not the right person that you think is the right person right now, but the true person that you're meant to be with. There's nothing that you can do that will make him pass you by. Like there's nothing, no wrong text message, no wrong thing that you said at dinner, No, you know, nothing wrong that you can do to make this person not want to be with you if they're supposed to be with you. And that's taken the pressure off of dating for me a ton. The pressure off of texting someone, trying to say the right thing. I used to have my friends write my text messages for me to send to guys when I asked them on date nights in college and now I don't do that anymore. I don't usually ask people what to say to when I'm talking to somebody that I'm you know, interested in. Like I don't ask people to read my text messages because I just know if they're meant to be with me, how I am and who I am, that's not gonna let them you know, think one way or another about me if they're really supposed to be with me. And this goes back to the positive mindset that I was talking about earlier. And I saw a video last night where a girl was talking about the luckiest girl in the world or the concept of the luckiest girl in the world. And she had like a true example of a friend that she knew in college the girl, she said, literally had the most absurd, amazing things happen to her, really without trying. And she would walk out and find $100 laying in the street. She would get pulled up to a VIP area in the club. She would meet celebrities and like go in their limos. You know, she'd meet people and go on a yacht, like just the most ridiculous things that would always happen to her. And she said, you know, everyone has a person in their life or most people, do where it just seems like that could only happen to them, and it's just these stories that come from their life that truly only seem to happen for them. And this girl attributes it to her mindset. So, this girl, the luckiest girl in the world, has this most positive mindset where she goes through life instead of thinking, Oh, that would never happen for me, she thinks. Why wouldn't that happen for me? And she just has a very open, you know, comfortable, approachable attitude through life. And that's ultimately what brings these fantastic things into her life because she's always assuming the best and she's always assuming that the best things are going to happen for her. And I think that is so, so true, so accurate. I have friends. Who just always seem to have everything good going on and it's because of their mindset and it's kind of the best example that i can give is when you're looking for a job or you're going through an application process and you think that you're going to get the job and you fully believe that you're going to get the job because you think you're the best candidate you believe in your skill sets you just truly believe that you're going to get the job, you probably are more likely to get the job or you might even get the job. You probably will get the job because you just believe that. And the way that you go into the interview believing that you're going to get the job with this positive mindset is going to be so much better than if you think, oh, I may not get that job. I don't think that I'm qualified enough to get that job. Then you're going to go in there thinking that you're already not going to get the job. And the way that you conduct yourself during the interview is going to be so different compared to if you really believe that you are going to get it. And I think that mindset goes into confirmation bias, too, especially when it comes to dating. And I know that, you know, not everybody is dating. But if you believe that there are no good guys in the world based on your experiences with men, then your confirmation bias and your attitude is going to bring guys into your life that are not good. Because you're only going to see the negative things in every guy versus if you believe that you're going to meet the right person and that, you know, you believe positive things are going to happen for you, then every interaction that you have with a guy, whether he's good for you or not, is going to be more likely to be positive. And the difference between that is just like night and day. And I think it all comes from, you know, the shift of your mindset. And that's exactly what My psychic was telling me in my husband reading, it was basically just if you have a positive mindset and you believe that good things are coming to you, then good things are going to come to you. And I know that it just came from a psychic, but truly full circle Just keeping that positive mindset, going through life believing that good things are going to happen, ultimately manifests good things happening to you without you really actively trying. And it's not like you're manifesting one particular outcome because obviously that's not going to happen or it might happen. You just might be waiting for a long time and by the time it does happen, you forgot that you did manifest it. Also being grateful for the things that you've manifested in the past that you literally have right now is just not outwardly immediate to the point where you know it's not like the forty days that I was talking about like on the 40, the 41st day that you you get the boyfriend like that's not what it that's not what it is you know you manifest for it and then maybe you get the boyfriend six months from then or a year from them whenever he comes into your life. but if you have that positive mindset, you're more likely, to have him come into your life then if you have a negative mindset because again universe is not going to give you something that you're not ready for it all goes back to the positive mindset so definitely you know keep that in mind especially if you're really into manifesting whether you're trying to manifest the dream job or relationship whatever you're trying to manifest you know your dream apartment but keeping the positive attitude, believing that it's going to come your way, not actively thinking about it to the point where you're just waiting for it because, you know, they say that the watched pot never boils, but just aligning yourself, doing things that would make you more available and susceptible to getting those things that you want. And again, it's full circle. But if you're interested in a husband reading, I, I'll, I don't know if they actually have their shop open anymore. But unless you have a significant other, again, if you do, I I don't recommend doing it again. It's just for fun. I don't know if there's any truth to it. Like I said, my situation was just like very weird because if my friend had gotten mine and I'd gotten hers, it would not have worked out. And the fact that, you know, she'd mentioned like the Virgo thing and things that... I couldn't really explain. I mean, that's why I ended up reaching out. And again, it just like totally impacted my life in like such a crazy way just from the psychic reading, even though he's definitely not my husband, like I said. Um, I don't know, just like the way that it was written. And, you know, I've already gone into this, but um, it's just a really, a really nice thing to read. And it just shows you, you know, that the universe has your back and good things are always coming your way. So I know this episode was very out there, and I'm going to probably send it to like three people to listen to just to make sure that it's something that I should post. But, you know, I definitely do wholeheartedly believe in manifestation, and there are so many other things that you can manifest and in, in, in life. People want different things. Like, whether you're manifesting a puppy and then somehow, you know, somebody finds the perfect puppy and asks you, you know, if you want it or you manifest a dress and then you're scrolling on Facebook marketplace and like, there it is. The universe gives you different things in different ways. I had a friend, she was up for a certain position and then it became, you know, the final two candidates and she did not get it. And then quite literally two months later, she was given a better opportunity at the same company and she got it. You know, the universe works in mysterious ways. You know, she'd manifested that job after, um, or she manifested the job before she got the job. And then, um you know, the first round, obviously, she didn't get it. And then the second round, she did get it. It's just weird opportunities and the universe works in mysterious ways. And you just never know how these opportunities are going to come up. So episode five. Wow. (laughs) Out there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what, you know, if you have any other topic ideas that you'd want me to discuss or to find somebody who can come and and discuss that with me, I'm happy to do it. And all you have to do is send me a message again. I can happy to talk about a few different things. So, Apparently, there's nothing off limits on, you know, up early podcasts. So, well, stay safe. If you are up early and on a walk or on a run, make sure you have either some pepper spray with you or one of those birdie things. Definitely want to stay safe. And I hope you have a great rest of your day at whatever time you're listening to this. And I'll see you next time.